The views and opinions expressed on Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. You are currently tuned into Eye on the Triangle here on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, I am Brian Jurado, the Public Affairs Director here on WKNC 88.1. For today's episode, we have some news of technician news editor Abigail Ali. Following the weekly news, we have an interview with Nick Drake, the Director of Military and Veteran Services here at NC State. Hello guys, welcome back to Eye on the Triangle. This is Abigail Ali, I am the technician news editor, and today I am joined with... Hey, I'm Brian Jurado. I am the Public Affairs Director here at WKNC. So today, I'm just going to give you my tidbits. I think Brian might have one for us today, and he's just going to kind of react to what I have. And yeah, let's get into it. So for my first tidbit, I have that the Village District is going to be having a job fair Monday, June 13th from 4 to 7 p.m., Merchants in the village participating in the job fair will be standing at their door fronts to greet job seekers. If any of you are looking for a summer job now that school is out, this is a great opportunity put, to put yourself out there. Also, the village district would be a, such a fun place to work. There's so much to do there. The vibes are so nice, and most places have huge windows or outdoor seating, which I feel like is a big bonus for a summer job so you feel less cooped up. So check it out if you're interested. You can find more details on their website at shopvillagedistrict.com. Uh, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I feel like with uh, jobs and internships nowadays, it's mostly all online, like through Indeed. Yeah. So it's also really cool to just kind of have like physical locations where you can actually meet people and learn about the job more. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a cool concept just to, even if you don't even get the jobs, it's kind of fun just to go around the village district and just see what they have and Go talk to people. It's a cool like idea. It's a good experience as well. You kind of get to meet people and maybe learn about different industri- industries that you didn't know about prior. Yeah, exactly. So my tidbit this week is about the Triangle Restaurant Week, which is the summer edition that was just announced recently. It's a biannual event. It runs from June 6th through June 12th, and it's kind of scattered all around the Triangle with Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, and Apex, and then I think as well as Mooresville, Cary and Holly Springs, just different restaurants throughout the Triangle participate. And it's just kind of like a very fun event if you're like a food food nerd or like a person that really enjoys like fine food. Uh, there's different pricing for like several different meal options. So I don't know. seems like a very fun way to like maybe branch out from your typical restaurants that you visit. And it just kind of promotes uh, more diverse food options throughout the Triangle. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with restaurant weeks in general, so I'm glad they're having another one this summer. I know they had one not too long ago, it felt like anyways, but yeah, that's so exciting. I love getting to go to new restaurants and just new places in the Triangle area in general, so that's so much fun. I feel like I typically just always stick to the restaurants that I know, which is like a terrible habit, but I think <laughs> this will actually make me like get out of my shell and try new food because there's a lot of like cool cuisine that seems to be getting promoted through here and they're like pricing options are a lot more affordable they have like one to two one two and three course meal options with different price points i don't know it seems like a fun way to try new food out yeah for sure for my second tidbit today i'm going to be talking about toupee donuts 
for National Donut Day, Tupes Donuts, that's kind of hard to say, is partnering with Idle Hour Coffee and giving out a complimentary donut and small coffee. This will be on Friday, June 3rd, for those of you who may not know exactly when National Donut Day is. It will be going on from 4 to 7, and you can RSVP if you're feeling fancy or if you just want to help out the suppliers and knowing how much to provide. Through this event, you get free stuff, have the opportunity to support local businesses, and have a great excuse to leave the house and explore a little bit. It sounds like a pretty great deal to me. Find out more through their Instagram at Toupee Donuts, spelled D-O-U-G-H, just by the way. Sounds like a really fun event. I'm really excited for that one. I'm hoping to like check it out. I think any event that features donuts, I always try to go to. I'm always excited for National Donut Day. Typically go to Krispy Kreme, but it'd be fun to support something more local. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was thinking, because Krispy Kreme is having something going on as well as Dunkin' Donuts, but I was like, you know, let's just focus on the little guys this time. Agreed. For my last tidbit, I'm going to be talking about a local place that I visited recently and really wanted to buy everything from, and that is Curate Raleigh. Curate Raleigh is a tiny store in downtown Raleigh that is part of Triangle Pop-Up, a group that hosts pop-up markets around Raleigh and the Triangle in general. This means that Curate is home to multiple local artisans and vendors where they can sell their items through the store, not just the markets. Curate sells things like jewelry, soaps, keychains, candles, journals, and more. Everything is so super cute, and I have never regretted a trip there. I highly recommend if you're in the area. You can learn more about Curate Raleigh on the Triangle Pop-Up website or their Instagram at shopcurateraleigh. I've yet to tr- uh, go to Curate Raleigh. It sounds really cool. I think a couple of friends have recommended me to go there. I think that's like the cool part about living in this area is how many like art markets and how open like the Raleigh community is to like the arts. Because I mean, there was art exposure or art exposure last weekend And uh, I think there's just a bunch of small like pop-ups going on throughout the summer that I'm very excited about. Yeah, exactly. I also enjoy the pop-ups a lot. So I think it's really cool that they have like one constant pop-up, I guess is kind of what it's like, where it's just like local vendors, which I know Edge of Urge does the same thing, but curates just a little different vibe. But yeah, it's fun. Okay, guys, that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us again, and we will see you guys next time. Bye! Opinions expressed during Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. Good evening, Raleigh. Your dial is currently tuned to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1. I'm Grace Kidley. On tonight's episode, I, Grace Kidley, am joined with Nick Drake, the director at NC State's Jeffrey Wright Military and Veteran Services. NC State was recently named the sixth most military-friendly school in the nation. Tonight, Nick Drake tells us about the many resources that NC State provides military-affiliated students. Stay tuned for more Eye on the Triangle. Mr. Drake, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today on Eye on the Triangle. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. To start, can you tell me a little bit about what you do and what your role is at NC State's Jeffrey Wright Military and Veteran Services? Absolutely. So I am the, I'm the director, uh, as, as you just stated. Uh, in that role, we are now, uh, I guess I've been in this role for just over five years. This office is just over five years new. 
Um, and in this role, we provide program services and connection to resources for our nearly 2,400 military connected students each semester. Uh, so, so of those students, uh, about 850 self-identify through the application process, education benefits process, or later on once they're here as a veteran or current service member. And then the additional 1,400 plus are identified as either a spouse or a child of a veteran. What resources does NC State offer to military-affiliated students? So we um, we really start engaging with our military-connected students uh, even before some of them are even prospective students. So part of that is, is outreach and engagement. Um, you know, once we get a student that has applied to NC State, uh, it starts very early with the communication through the, through the undergraduate admissions process and through the graduate school. Uh, once they've identified to get them connected through our orientation process, so every fall and every spring, we do offer orientation programs specifically geared towards military-connected students to help them transition uh, into a higher education setting. And this is super critical for veterans because a lot of them get lost in that process in terms of you know, understanding the major differences between an active duty setting and, and not only civilian, but education and higher ed in general. And then ultimately, once they're in here, uh, probably one of the most critical resources we offer is our advising campaign each semester, which uh, we through, use through uh, Student Success GPS. But again, it's our opportunity to kind of get, uh, get our finger on the pulse, if you will, of, of where our students are at each semester. So if we have students that are kind of appearing to fall behind, it gives us an opportunity to be more proactive in reaching that group. Um, you know, but ultimately this advising campaign is to connect with any student that has any, you know, any potential issue challenge or if they just want to talk about future forecasting. Um, and then lastly, it's kind of tying the knot and, and this event certainly falls under that, but each semester at the end of the semester, we do have a culminating event where we, we bring everybody or invite everybody to come back, uh, all of our veterans. Uh, will be honored at the ceremony. So those in attendance, they bring their families. We have alumni that, that comes back to those events. And then also current students that are actively engaged and involved in kind of what we do. Um, and that very much ties into our social engagement piece, which, which may be most the most critical of everything we do. NC State was recently ranked the sixth most military-friendly school in the nation. What makes a school military-friendly and what criteria is this ranking based upon? That's a great question. And uh, for, for NC State, I, I will say that one of the things that I'm most proud of that, yes, we do have an office that, that has military and veterans in the title and 100% of what we do is serve that student population. But things like that are not possible without a community or campus-wide effort. So, you know, you know, I mentioned undergraduate admissions and the, the great work that they do and, you know, our counseling center and our R&R, uh, &R, registration records, and there's just a lot of groups and go through the whole list of groups that that touch a military connected students each day in terms of kind of the work that they do. Um, you know, from a military and friendly standpoint in that survey, uh, it is a, it's a national survey that, that any institution is eligible to uh, apply for. Uh, it is a very rigorous survey. And thankfully, uh, Jim Price in the Office of Institutional and Research or Institutional Research and Planning, uh, he is the he is the anchor for us here at NC State. He's the one that gets on these, uh, gets these out to the appropriate offices or, or POCs in these offices to get these questions answered. But it is very comprehensive in nature in terms of 
um, you know, what policies you have in place at the university that, that support veterans and military families, uh, what types of programs, what does the staffing and the structures look like, you know, what are you doing in certain areas throughout to make the overall process or transition, if you will, for these students better. Um, you know, at NC State, we've, we've been very intentional about looking at our rankings each year and picking one or two things that we can move the needle on. And I think that's really benefited us. We're not trying to change everything overnight because it's hard, uh, but picking one or two things that we know that we can influence in a given year and then making those gradual changes to, to help, again, uh, push us more and more to that military-friendly uh, top ranking. I read that NC State has ranked in the top 10 six times. And between this year and last year, uh, NC State has jumped from a ninth spot to a the sixth spot. Um, what improvements did you specifically make last year to make this jump? Yeah, so, so big things, like a lot of it is like working with our enrollment management and services, some, some of those more military-friendly processes. So, um, you know, priority registration uh, and enrollment and classes for, for students. So it's expanded, not just GI Bill benefit users, but also veterans. So they'll all fall within that window. So those things are critical, especially for GI Bill users, right? Because they have, they have to take courses within their, their curriculum or their program or plan of study um, to get them certified. So not being able to get classes then poses another issue on the back end or if you will, undue stress for them to try to figure out how they're going to get into a class, um, you know, things like that. So from a standpoint with us, alumni engagement is a big piece too, because of the benefits of, of having alums actively engage with our current student veterans, especially, uh, you know, the mentorship opportunities, the potential uh, career opportunities that come from that. And then overall, just creating a more encompassing environment where we create a, a community that supports our students here. And it's not just Nick or Daniel in our office, you know, having these conversations or doing all of the work. It's more of a, a community effort, if you will. What does this high ranking mean for the university as a whole? Well, I think, I think first and foremost, it, it says to any prospective student that NC State is serious about making sure you're taken care of. I think that's probably uh, the biggest piece. And then obviously the, you know, probably the most visible thing that comes from that, the second and third order effect is that it is a great recruitment tool for us. We want we want veterans and military families to be at NC State. They don't, mm -hmm. NC State doesn't need Nick to, uh, you know, Nick to uh, market and promote it. It does a great job of doing that on its own. But when we talk about veterans and the experience they bring, um, when they come here to NC State, they want to be able to uh, have their military service acknowledged by looking at, at least looking at and considering potential college coursework or credit hours already completed. Um, or when they get here, they want to know that somebody is going to be reaching out to them and they're not just, hey, I'm going to show up on the first day of class and I have 100 questions to ask. But, hey, somebody from that office or that university has reached out to me and they've given me the opportunity to ask questions or just get involved. Um, you know, so that's that's the big thing, I think. Yeah, you mentioned that this is a good recruiting tool um, and that a lot of military affiliated students will look to this ranking as something and consider it when they're choosing a college. Uh, what are some other things that a military affiliated student should consider when choosing a college? 
Yeah. So, so we've had these conversations a lot, you know, we're, we're going through it right now with, with our undergraduate admissions and initiative we're working on right here at state is our denied students, specifically veterans. Um, you know, we've reached out to them to give them an opportunity to have a conversation with us because we want to talk through what a pathway plan would look like coming here to NC state. Um, and, and ultimately they want to know, you know, what was the rationale or the reasoning behind not getting in. And a lot of it is just not knowing the, the requirements uh, for being a, a competitive student, whether I'm a transfer or first year. So I think what has kind of come from these conversations is that some students really value major first. They've got a career in mind and that's most important. Whereas others are like, no, there's five or six degrees I'm, I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to look at, I wanna be at NC State. Um, you know, so it's, it's different, but I think from, from that standpoint uh, of a prospective student is really forecasting out what you at least think you want to do and start exploring uh, by talking to people in those fields, whether it's other veterans. And I think that's a benefit of being tied in here at NC State. We can find a, a veteran alum for almost any major uh, to have those conversations. Um, but, you know, really knowing what you want to do and then, you know, what's more important, the institution is more important or the, the degree is more important. Is there any key thing you'd like our audience to take away from this conversation? If there's a takeaway, you know, for this is that really we want to create a community. We try to get rid of the formalities and the more structured things that you sometimes see in the military and just say, hey, we're we're veterans ourselves. We're real people. And, you know, whatever questions you have, we want to be able to be transparent in kind of our responses and and let you know that that overall NC State is going to support you. You know, we may not always have the answers. We may not have the best policies right now, but we'll do what we can to support you and, and get you the biggest bang for your buck. Thank you so much for speaking with us today on Eye on the Triangle. You're great. Thanks so much for having me, Grace. Listeners can find more information about NC State's Jeffrey Wright Military and Veteran Services online at veterans.ncsu.edu. Reporting for Eye on the Triangle, this has been Grace Gidley. That is all for today's episode of Eye on the Triangle. Thank you to Abigail Ali, Grace Gidley, and Nick Drake for their time and efforts in today's show. Episodes are available wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you all have a great week. Music for today's episode has been Smoke Jacket Blues by Track Tribe, licensed under the YouTube Audio Library. This has been Brian Jurado from WKNC. You can listen to more Eye on the Triangle episodes on wknc.org slash podcast. Thank you.